we're going to be talking about today. What do you do when you're fearful, afraid, or hesitant to speak up in meetings, right? Uh, we know that this is probably one of the challenges that many professionals have is they're in a meeting, they have something to say, they have a question that they want to ask, or they have a comment that they want to make, or they just have an idea that they want to put across, some input that they want to give, and they don't say anything because, not because they're afraid to speak up in public, but because the fear that that they might block or stutter, especially on those first few words. Or you may be the type who can get those first few words out, but then all of a sudden, as you continue to speak, you start to get stuck or you start to stutter. And you don't want that to happen because it's embarrassing and you don't want people to, to see you doing that or think of you in that way. And so perhaps you're able to hide it most of the time and you don't want all eyes to be on you uh, when you're speaking up uh, in a meeting. So therefore, you may uh, be someone that avoids that. So I have a little poll that I want to launch just to ask you. Let's see here. I'm going to launch this poll. Publish the poll. Yes. Hopefully you can see this, this poll. And it is do you still speak up in meetings even if you're afraid to stutter or block? Do you still speak up? Okay. So yes, usually I do. No, I never do. Or sometimes. Go ahead and answer that for me. Uh, hopefully you can see it. If you can't see it, let me know. Yes. Okay. So you can see it. I yeah, just want to get an idea of where you guys are on that. Okay. So, in this webinar, we're going to be covering what do you do so that you can feel more confident to speak up in meetings, right? And I'm also going to be sharing with you as a part of the, the strategy, right, what to do. Uh, what do you tell yourself before the meeting and what do you tell yourself during the meeting, okay? Um, and then we're going to talk about at least one habit that you should be developing as you become the kind of person who's confident to speak up in meetings and when you speak, people listen, right? So you want to be able to speak up in a meeting or a class or whatever. And when you do that, you want people to pay attention and to listen to you, okay? So let's just take a look at the poll here. All right, very good. Great. All right, so let's talk about what you need to do before the meeting. So we're going to be looking at this in basically two, two major phases. So pre-meeting, and you will totally understand why we're looking at it like this in a moment. And the reason why we're looking at it in these phases is because often when people have meetings or events coming up, what happens is they start to worry about it. They start to worry about it. If you know that you have to give an update or you know that you have to facilitate a meeting or you know that you're going to have to speak up in a meeting, uh, then 
you start to worry about it. And when people start to worry about it, they become anxious. They start worrying about the words that they have to use, whether or not they'll be able to introduce themselves, whether or not they'll be able to say this word or that word. So they start becoming anxious. They start becoming worried. And so then they start feeling very nervous about it. And all of that does is makes matters worse for them, right? So what we want to do here is talk about what you need to do to prepare yourself so that you feel more confident and you are more confident going into the meeting and that you're able to perform better in, in the meeting itself. So what are some things that you need to say to yourself? What are some things that you need to do prior to the meeting, right? So one thing that you're going to understand and recognize as probably being true is, and I'm just going to, to put it like this, start your smooth speech journey. And here's what I mean by that. When you know that you are doing something to improve your speech, and I've seen this hundreds and almost thousands of times now, when you know that you're on a journey, that you're in a process, and you're working on your speech, you feel more confident. You know that you have support. You know that you have tools. You immediately begin to feel more confident. My coaching clients can tell you this. They start to feel more confident. In fact, I have a coaching client here, and if he's able to do this, if he's able to listen and so forth, uh, he can confirm and affirm this, that when you start your smooth speech journey, which is you actually put into action a plan or a program to begin working on your speech, improving your speech, you feel more confident. So when that meeting comes up, when those meetings come up, you feel a little bit more confident, if not a lot more confident, you feel a little bit more confident about speaking up in those meetings. Okay. Does this make sense? So you feel a lot more confident about speaking up in those meetings when you know that you're working on your speech, that you're improving your speech. Don't discount this at all. Okay. Now, if you know that you're not working on your speech or that you're being very inconsistent, that is maybe you're, you're watching a video here, you listen to an audio, you're trying a, a trick over here, a tip over there. You don't feel real confident about your progress or about the process. And so when there's a meeting, you're not sure if whatever you're going to say is going to work or not. You're not sure if the techniques or tools are going to work. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, right? But when you know that you're on this journey and that you have a systematic proven approach, we'll talk about that later. You have a systematic proven approach and you, you're confident, you believe that it, that it is working, that it's going to work, you will feel a lot more confident about speaking up. So start your smooth speech journey, whether it's with me or someone else. There's reasons why you may want to start it with me. We'll talk about that. But whether it's with me or someone else, when you're on that journey, you're on that path, you feel more confident. Okay. So this is kind of pre-meeting. The second thing that you want to do 
is you want to be able, I'll go ahead and use this guy. You want to be able to visualize yourself performing well. Visualize yourself performing well. So I'm just going to give you a a few, three or four pre-meeting strategies. You want to visualize yourself performing well. Now, why do you want to visualize yourself performing well in that meeting? Well, here's why. If you have a meeting that's coming up or a presentation, anything where you may have a speaking role, what people tend to do, as I said before, is to worry about that, right? Now, what are you doing when you worry? What do we do when we worry? Well, we're actually visualizing, we're emotionalizing the worst outcome, right? We tend to think negative. I was just talking with a client yesterday, and he said that this is something that he's working on and he's improving, that he often tends to think negative. Oh, I'm not going to be able to say that, right? Oh, this is going to happen. I'm going to get stuck on that word. So we tend to think about, oh, I'm going to get stuck on this word. I'm going to stutter. I'm going to block. And then sometimes we emotionalize that as we actually feel, you start to feel anxious. You start to feel worried. And you actually start to see the thing that you don't want to happen happening. So what you want to do is to control that particular, what I call train of thinking. You want to control that. So rather than letting it go off in this direction over here, which is negative, you want it to go in this direction, which is more positive and more constructive. So just spend some time as you're anticipating that meeting, seeing yourself, visualizing yourself, speaking well, raising your hand, saying, yes, uh, so I have a question. uh, Or, yes, I wanted to say that I think that one good way that we could look at this is so you visualize yourself, uh, actually practice it. See yourself starting off smoothly, starting off confidently. See yourself being relaxed. See people looking at you, nodding with approval and smiling, right? That's very important. And visualize yourself actually doing this successfully and doing this confidently and seeing and hearing People listen to you and pay attention to you, okay? So spend some moments as you think about the meeting, visualizing, imagining, seeing yourself performing well. Because if you don't, what's going to happen is there's going to be a vacuum. And that vacuum is going to be filled with your default pattern of thinking, right? So your default pattern of thinking is to worry about that meeting and worry about whether or not you're going to be able to speak. And often people will avoid meetings. They'll get out of meetings. They'll have a phone call. They'll have another meeting. They'll get sick. All kinds of things people will do to avoid attending meetings or speaking up in meetings. What you want to do, and we're going to talk about ways for you to look at the meeting in just a few minutes, but you want to, every time you think about the meeting, every time you anticipate the meeting, You want to anticipate it positively, which means you want to see yourself performing well. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. So let's look at the next thing that you want to do is you actually want to practice 
or rehearse, right? So if you have a speaking role, just because you already know what you want to say, just because you've prepared your notes, doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily be able to perform well in that meeting. Just because you know what you want to say, you have your notes, you prepared it, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to speak well in the meeting because of the pressure of that situation for you. So you want to practice or rehearse what you're going to say, right? And here's the thing about that. You want to leave yourself flexibility in how you say it. And, and we're going to jump into that very, very soon. So I'm not going to say a lot about the flexibility part, but I will say just practice what you're going to say. Don't memorize it. Just practice. Okay. I'm going to talk about this and I want to talk about that. And I'm going to mention this. And I want to say that if you know that there's something, some input that you want to provide, then practice that, practice that because when you know that you're on a journey, that you're working on your speech, you feel more confident. When you've spent time seeing yourself perform well, you feel more confident. When you know that you've practiced and that you're prepared, you what? You feel more confident. So all of these things you're doing, you are replacing your default way of thinking, your default way of acting, your default way of performing, your default way of feeling. Right. So normally when you go into a meeting, you may think this way, you may perform this way on a daily basis. You may do these things or not do these other things. But when you're working on your speech and you're seeing yourself speak well and you're practicing and rehearsing, what you're doing is you're filling that vacuum. You're replacing what used to be with something that's new, that's better, that's more constructive, that's going to help you feel more confident and speak more smoothly. Hopefully that makes sense. So these are just a few of the things that you can do pre-meeting. Before the meeting, you want to do these things, okay? Now let's talk about some things you can do in the meeting. In the meeting. And this is where we get into some of the real juicy stuff here. During the meeting, okay? So during your meeting... Let me give you about four uh, actions, four strategies. These aren't necessarily in order, but these are some things that you want to do. So the first one is see the meeting as practice. See the meeting as practice. Now, what do I mean by that? What you're doing is you're actually reframing. Uh, you can do some research on this about framing things or reframing things. So often we think about a meeting as something that's negative. Oh, my goodness, I've got to say this. Uh, I've got to introduce myself. I'm going to have to do this. Right. You want to reframe the meeting as a practice opportunity. See it as a practice because Whenever you reframe it and you see it as a practice, it's more of a positive challenge. It's an opportunity for you to test yourself. And you're going to have more and more opportunities in the future. This is not the only opportunity that you're going to have. There's going to be more meetings. So therefore, you're going to have more practice opportunities to improve. You want to look at this 
as a time for you to practice. You say, oh, great. I get to practice using the tools that I'm learning. Now, the reason that this is important and the reason that what we said about getting into a program, into a process, get on to the smooth speech journey is because you want to have something very, very specific and systematic that you are practicing. Because if you have a hodgepodge of techniques and tips that work sometimes and don't work other times, and you're not sure, if you're not very confident into whether or not it's going to work, then you're not going to have the confidence to be able to practice those things, right? The Pro 90 Smooth Speech System has a history and a record of working with all kinds of people all over the world, different educational levels, often people who are doctors, medical doctors, PhDs, engineers, scientists, uh, nurses, students, right? People who speak several languages. So you know, you can be confident that this thing works. I've already laid the science out for you on my website and the various webinars. You can go research the science yourself. It's nothing secret about it. Or you can say, okay, this just makes sense. These things work, right? So when you look at that, then you have something to practice, to implement when you're in the meeting. So you say, oh, wow, I have a meeting coming up today. I've been practicing. I've been working on this. Let me now, now you have to practice in real life, right? Like now let me, let me just raise my hand and say something. Let me ask a question. Or let me do this. I remember in uh, college, in mostly my master's degree, because that's where my speech really started to transform when I was going through my master's, I remember I would purposely find a reason to make a comment or to raise my hand. I would purposely do this. And in meetings as well. And I wouldn't do it in every single class, but I'd do it in most. And sometimes the classes would be huge. Sometimes they would be relatively small. So it could be 20, 30, 40, could be 100 people in there. And I would purposely challenge myself to see it as a practice opportunity so that I could test myself, right? So I could test whatever it was that I was working on. If you don't do that, if you avoid doing that, there's no way that you'll be able to build the confidence to be able to speak up in meetings where when you speak up and you speak, people listen. You're not going to be able to do it if you don't practice it real time. And if you're not working on a systematic process that works, or if you don't have anything to practice, then if you just go out, you just take this tip all by itself and just say, okay, I'm going to see meetings as a practice opportunity and I'm going to write. And then you get stuck. Now you're just creating more negative speaking experiences for yourself, making it worse. So you need to have the foundation, right? You need to have a foundation. You need to have something that you're working on that you believe is going to work so that when you practice, you can say, wow, okay, here's another opportunity for me to practice. So one of the first things is C, reframing the meeting as practice. It's not the last meeting. It's not the end all. It's not the only meeting, right? You want to uh, minimize. You want to reduce the importance of that meeting. No matter how important it is, you want to minimize it, reduce it, reframe it as an opportunity to practice. Because if you don't, you're probably going to end up blowing it out of proportion and being so anxious and so nervous 
that you're not able to perform well. But if you reduce it down, you say, there's going to be other meeting opportunities. I'm going to be able to have other opportunities to speak up and practice. So I'm going to practice, right? So uh, reframe it as a practice opportunity. What's the next thing? Number two. Second thing that you want to do, I'm just, just put this word reframe up here. Okay. Second thing you want to do is to stay in the present. Stay in the present. Okay. Stay in the present. What do we mean by that? And why is it important that you stay in the present? So what we mean by that is often we are thinking about the past or worrying about the future, right? Or thinking back about what happened the last time I tried to speak up. I wasn't able to get the words out and people were looking at me and I had to cough and I had to pretend that I had a phone call or something like that. So we're worrying about the past. And you may be doing that consciously or subconsciously, thinking about the past. Or, much more likely, we're worrying about the future. We're anticipating. We're scanning ahead, looking for words, thinking about the exact words that we're going to use. So, oh, I'm not going to be able to say that word. Oh, I don't think I'll be able to say that word. Okay. Right. So you're not in the present. We're either in the past or the future. What you want to do is learn how to be more fully in the present. So stay in the present, but, and here's the kicker, but prepare for what? For the future. So you stay in the present, but you do prepare for the future. So let's just talk briefly about how to stay in the present while you prepare for the future, because there's a balance there. So let's say I'm in a meeting or I'm in a conference or something like that. And I have something that I want to say. First of all, I'm going to challenge myself to say something, right? Um, especially if I'm working on my speech, then I'm going to challenge myself. So I say, okay, I want to, I want to find, I want to be open to hearing something and having a very real question, a question that I'd like to get answered. Or there, there might be something that's said and I have some input, I have some feedback or just a, an idea, a thought that I want to share. So just be open to what that is. I might not pre-plan it and say, okay, I'm going to do this, right? But I'm going to open myself up to, to thinking about something, to allowing a question or idea or thought to come into my mind. And so, that, so that's when I'm thinking a little bit ahead, right? I'm thinking ahead. I'm going to do that even before the meeting. Now, when I'm in the meeting, I want to try to almost empty my mind and just listen to what's going on. Listen to who's speaking and what they're saying. And invariably what will happen is I'll have a question about something or I'll have a comment, right? So I'm just present. I'm not planning ahead. I'm listening. I'm soaking it in. I'm not thinking about when I have to speak, that I have to speak. I'm just soaking it in, right? So by being present, there's less time for me to be anxious, right? Because I, I, I'm only going to get anxious when I start thinking ahead. So I'm present, right? Now, how do you prepare for the future? Okay, so now let's say I have something that I want to say. I want to ask a question or make a comment. So now I say, okay, I'd like to ask this question. I'd like to ask, uh, how, how do we go about making such and such happen? How, or why is it that when 
this happens, this happens over here. Why is it that when these steps are taken, this happens? So then I think about the question, right? So then what automatically begins to happen to people that struggle with their speech is they start thinking about the words. They say, okay, well, I want to ask, why does this happen? And then all of a sudden you think, okay, well, the why doesn't want to come out, right? The why, I might block on the why. So here's what you need to do. So here's how you're preparing for the future. So you think, okay, I'm going to ask, why does this happen? Now, there's something called the law of freedom, the law of freedom or the law of flexibility. And here it is, and here's why it's very, very important for you. When you give yourself flexibility, right? This is in life in general, but especially in speech. When you give yourself the flexibility to say something in various ways, to use different words, you feel freer. And when you feel freer, you feel more relaxed, you feel more calm, you feel more confident, and you perform better. So let me say that again. When you give yourself the flexibility to say something in various ways, and you don't fixate on saying it in one way only, you feel more relaxed, you feel more calm, you feel freer you feel more confident and you perform better. So that is when you have options, when you have options, you feel freer, right? When you are able to say something in various ways, you don't feel locked in, right? You haven't restricted yourself. When you feel restricted or restrained, you feel more anxious, you feel more tense, you feel more nervous. And you're going to tend to not perform well. You're probably going to get stuck to block the stutter. But when you're freer and you have more options, and we'll talk about some specific examples, freer and you have more options, right? You don't back yourself into a corner. You feel more relaxed. You feel more calm. You feel more comfortable. So let me give you a specific example. Well, I can't remember the exact words. I remember several years ago, I was at a uh, coaching training program, large group people, and I wanted to say something. I said, wow, you know, okay, here's, here's a good question that I'm going to ask. And so I said, okay, I'd like to ask this. And then I said, okay, I'm, I'm just going to ask it like this. And I felt inside, well, what if that first letter doesn't come up? That first word doesn't come out, right? It doesn't flow out. I said, okay, no problem. I'll just add a so in front of it or a yes in front of it, right? Great. So it's my turn to say whatever was it I wanted to say. And the first letter didn't come out, so I, so I, I thought, okay, let me say so. And then the so didn't come out, so I put a yes. So I said, yes, so, and then I went ahead and asked the question. Now, here's the thing. What if I had just locked in on asking the question, which may have started with a W, right? I never have any problems with Ws, but in any given moment, any of us could have a problem with any letter, right? Especially if it's high pressure. So... What if I had just locked in on saying what or where, whatever the word, what if I just locked in on saying that when I couldn't say it, I was stuck, right? Then that would have caused me to become more anxious, would have been sitting there, so the people looking at me, but instead I said, okay, if this doesn't come out, then I'll just add this in front of it, right? But then I gave myself a freedom and flexibility. I gave my brain the flexibility, the options to add even something else in front of that. So I want you to think of, i just write a couple of things down. Remember this, the law of freedom, right? And I want you to think about your speech 
like water. Okay. And this has been very, very helpful for many of my clients. Think about your speech and your ability to speak like, like a river, like a stream that flows, right? And so when you're speaking, you want to give yourself the freedom and flexibility to allow your speech to flow. Don't lock yourself in on having to say something a certain way. Very, very rarely, almost never, do you have to say something in a very, very specific way. Now, I know many of you are going to disagree with that, but trust me, I've been doing this for a very long time, even in the military, where there are certain things that you have to say. You have to say attention. You have to say attention. You have to say yes, sir, whatever. Certain things you have to say. But even there, there's some flexibility in how you get that thing out. So there are some very, very narrow circumstances, like in the military, where there's certain words that you have to say. And even there, there's some flexibility. But in the vast majority of other situations, there are words and sounds that you can add that gives you the freedom and the flexibility. There just are. And you might not think, well, oh, that doesn't sound right. It, you really don't know if it's going to sound right or not. And it, even if it does sound a little different than the way someone else says it, so what? People are just not going to notice. A lot of times when you have to introduce yourself or give the name of your company or give your position, there's lots of different ways that you can say that, right? There's lots of different ways that you can say it. So you're staying in the present. You're preparing for the future by just thinking about what you want to say, but giving yourself freedom and flexibility in how you say it. Now, we're going to go a little deeper into that in just a moment, but I wanted to introduce this to you because it's very important. So just remember, you want to give yourself the freedom and flexibility in the words that you use when you are preparing to say what you want to say. So let's look at this third strategy here, which is so standard present. Third strategy is for you to Focus on the message and not the words. Focus on the message and not the words, right? So you want to make sure you're in that meeting, you have a question, you have an idea. It's the idea that's important in most cases and not the words that you use. So when you feel free and you've given yourself options, you feel more relaxed, you feel more flexible, you feel calmer, you feel more confident, you perform better because you know, I can say it this way, I can say it that way, I can say it this way. Great, right? You focus on the message, right? The message and not the words. If you scan ahead, and you're looking at the words and you become fixated on the words, start becoming anxious, you have to switch out words and so forth. When you think of your speech like water that flows, and water doesn't really stop unless it's dammed up and then it's still gonna be moving around, right? Unless it's stagnant, of course, but most of the time if you see a river stream, it's flowing. If there's an obstacle, what does it do? It goes over the obstacle, goes around the obstacle, maybe it goes under the obstacle, 
Maybe it goes, hits the obstacle, comes back, and comes back at it again. So when you think of your speech like water that flows, it gives you an image that allows you to feel freer and more flexible when you're speaking and to not think about the words, to focus on the message. So if I want to say something, there's lots of different ways to say it. So here's something that you can tell yourself. This is a habit that I want you to develop is to talk to yourself, right? And tell yourself, there's lots of ways that I can say this. Tell yourself, there's lots of ways that I can ask this question. There's lots of ways I can introduce myself. There are lots of ways. You say there are hundreds of ways. Maybe there's not hundreds, but there's hundreds of ways. There's lots of ways that I can say this. Now you've opened yourself up. If you know the language now, if it's your second language or if it's a language that you're not as fluent in, maybe there's less ways, right? But if it's your language, you're fluent enough, there's going to be lots of ways. So when you focus on the message and not the words, you might say, yes, so I had a question and it is, how do we do blah, 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 right? You say, sure, um, thank you. My question is, how can we blah, 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 right? So it's lots of ways. You can open up. You can use introductory words. Ah, uh, yes, thank you. Uh, so I had a question. Yes, my question is, sure. So my favorite words that I used to use was yes or sure. Sometimes I throw in a little ah. So look for introductory words that you can use to get the air flowing. And what happens is as you build confidence in your ability to speak up in meetings and say the things you want, you'll stop thinking about it. And if you listen, if you listen to the way other people speak, I've done this and I do this very, very often, you'll hear people in meetings and conferences um, on the microphone saying, ah, uh, or so, or well, and I'm not saying that you should, ah, uh, so, but you'll hear plenty of people doing this. And so you want to look around and say, oh, wow, I did just notice this person used a long so, or they used the well, or they used an ah, or they used some other introductory word. Maybe they don't use it all the time, but you'll hear people do it, and it's perfectly okay to do it. Better to do that than to not say anything at all. Better to do that than to be stuck, not being able to say what you want to say, right? So this is strategic. It's a way for you to be more flexible and to activate this law of freedom in starting, right? Starting to say what you want to say and in being able to say what you want to say. So you want to focus on the idea. It's the idea that's important not necessarily the words. Now, there may be a word that you have to use, and that's okay. Then uh, in Pro90D, we talk about making sure that you blend or link your words together. You don't let yourself stop before that word. You don't have to stop. You can blend those words together. You can get into a flow and blend that word together, tricking your brain, right? Your brain says, I'm going to get stuck on this word. You say, no problem. I'm going to link that word with this word, so that my brain doesn't even see that word. My brain just sees it all as one word, sees the word before it and that word as one word, as opposed to seeing that word by itself. And once you do that correctly, you actually have confidence to say, I can say whatever I want to say, as long as I say it this way for now. And once you see yourself being successful at saying what you want to say, even if you have to say it a certain way, your brain takes the attention off of it. You stop thinking about it. And when you stop thinking about the words and you stop seeing the words, 
then you can say whatever you want to say without having to use introductory words, without transition words, without filler words. You can say it because you're not thinking about it. Aren't there times when you weren't thinking or you were in a certain situation where you were able to say things that you didn't think you would be able to say? So there are probably situations where you were relaxed or you were speaking and you just got into a flow or you were with some friends or you were with strangers or, you know, there was some situation where you're speaking. You're like, wow, I was talking. I said all these different words that I usually get stuck on. Mechanically, you're capable capable of being an excellent speaker, but it's that mindset that we have to focus on mostly. Yes, some of you have to focus on changing and improving the mechanics, articulating better, slowing down, inflecting, helping to make you an excellent speaker, right? So there are some mechanics that we have to work on, but most of it is driven by the mindset, by what we call your speaking identity, by your attitude by your thoughts your patterns of thinking that's what drives everything else so when you're in a meeting focus on the message the idea but be flexible about the words that you use okay focus on the message but be flexible about the words that you use when you do that what will happen is that you'll feel freer you'll have more confidence okay so let's just do a brief review and just remember that we've talked about several things here uh one idea from what you've learned today could be what you need to take your speech to a whole new level to change your entire life just one idea all you need is one all you need is one it's very very simple You've probably heard them before, but I want you to take this and think about it systematically. So the first thing is that you're going to feel more confident when you know that you're working on your speech. Again, my coaching clients will tell you when they join the program, a part of it is the placebo effect, but the placebo effect is a very real effect because it has to do with your beliefs and your expectations which is very, very real, right? What you believe and what you expect to happen is going to happen within reason. So you start your smooth speech journey. You plug yourself into a systematic approach. You do the work. You're going to feel more confident, right? And you're going to be able to perform well. So this is leading up to the meeting. It also allows you to see the meeting as practice, which we talked about a little later, but start your journey. You visualize yourself as performing well, right? So the meeting's coming up. Just spend a couple of moments seeing yourself speaking smoothly, seeing people nod. Yes, yes, yes. I remember when I used to raise my hand or speak up in meetings, people would sometimes come and comment me and say, wow, man, that's you know really good. You, you always make very good comments or you ask great questions. I used to see people looking at me and not to ask people to lead meetings, right? And this was all years and years ago, right? Back when I was just starting to transform my speech. So I started to believe, wow, I'm an excellent speaker. And when I speak, people listen. So visualize yourself performing well. Practice, right? If you have a meeting coming up, practice what you want to say. Just be flexible in the way that you say it. Practice it, rehearse it, feel it. So this is nothing earth shattering, right? It's nothing earth shattering, but these simple little tips, when you do them systematically, you do them consistently, creates a huge wave of change, right? All right, see the meeting as practice. 
Okay. You want to look at each meeting. Wow. Another opportunity for me to practice. I want you to check out this uh, book, Performing Under Pressure. Excellent book. I remember when I, when I read that book, it was some years ago, um, a few years ago. I said, wow, this looks exactly like my program. My program predated that book, but a lot of stuff in the book, they had research, science, statistics, and everything. If you get that book, uh, it's an excellent resource, an excellent companion to the Pro 90D smooth speech system. So reframe it as practice. Stay in the present, but prepare for the future, right? You're in the present. You're soaking it in. Ah, I have something I want to say. Okay. I think I'd like to say it like this, but I'm going to be flexible in the words. And then you understand that, hey, the more freedom I give myself and how I say this, the more relaxed, the more confident, more calm I'm going to be, the more confident, the better I'm going to be able to say it. All right. And then you focus on the message, not the words. Again, giving yourself the freedom and flexibility and options. Now, I want to give you an example of someone that, see if I can share my screen here. Actions, screen share. Let's see what we got here. Okay, yes. <clears throat> and hopefully you can, you can see this. Uh, this was a client of mine who, Graduated. We have been working together for years. His name is Jalal. He's a business analyst now. And he was a guy who uh, was working, but he actually quit his job because the demand on his speech was so much, so he struggled so much. They just had to stop his job and, and really focus on his speech. He wanted to do his TOEFL, right? And so he as he says in this, he arranged his life around his speech. He arranged his apartment so he could be close to a place where he could order food online. He used to have his mother and his girlfriend um, take care of a lot of the business on the phone for him. And this really, really affected his entire life, his relationships, his health, his sleep patterns, right? And obviously his career and his income, this affected him. And he lived in Turkey and he found me. We began to work together. And as he says here, within a few months, uh, he was able to really transform his life, making more phone calls, talking to people that he had problems talking with, going out, ordering his own food, right? Eventually he got a job as a business analyst. He is doing very well in that company. People are seeing him as a leader telling him that he's an excellent presenter now. Now here's a guy who when I first met him, really struggling, struggling with his speech, left his job. Now he's within this, within the period really of about six months, but let's just call it. He's now, people are seeing him as being an excellent speaker. They're telling him, you're an excellent speaker. You're a great speaker. I love that presentation. People in leadership are looking at him and saying, Hey, man, you're really doing well here. And so this guy is a perfect example of someone who got in, started that smooth speech journey and worked really, really hard and was able to transform his social life, his relationships. He is able to sleep better. He feels more confident, feels better about himself, and he's earning more money and will continue to earn money because of his speech, right? Because of his speech. So 
your speech is more than likely a central part of your existence, right? And some of you are just not earning what you could be earning. You're very intelligent. You're very sharp. You could be very articulate, right? You know your job, but your speech is kind of holding you back. Um, your, the leaders and your colleagues are not receiving the brilliance from you in the meetings because you're holding back, maybe not speaking up, not sharing your thoughts, not asking questions. And this, what we talked about today, can go a long way to help you. But the truth is, going back to my very first statement, you need to plug yourself into a systematic process that works, right? I have a client that I'm working with now who said yesterday, he said he'd try to join us today, but I think he's on a, a plane to Saudi Arabia or something like that. And he said, you know, he met with me a year ago, and for whatever reason, he decided to go with another program. And here's what he said to me. He said, you know, if I knew what I know now, I would not have wasted my time with other programs. I would have just come and started with you, and I would have been a lot further along now than what I am now just getting started with you at this moment. So what I'm telling you is that the Pro90 Smooth Speech System is for people who are professionals or you're professionally minded. Some of my best clients are actually students. They're about to graduate and so forth. So you're professionals or you're professionally minded. And here's the kicker. You want to be an excellent speaker. What I've discovered is Pro90D is probably not the best choice for people who just want to stop stuttering. Like if that's all you want to do, Pro90D is going to require more from you. Okay. That's all you want to do. It's going to require more from you that you're probably not going to be willing to give. So if you want to be an excellent speaker, if you need to be able to speak well, you need to be able to articulate your thoughts clearly and confidently, you either need to now or will be leading meetings, making presentations. Uh, you're thinking about being self-employed. I've uh, clients who are starting their own businesses, sales meetings, right? Uh, partnership meetings and so forth. You need to be able to communicate your ideas and thoughts well. Pro 90 D is for you. You've got to accept 100 responsibility for your speech and for making this happen. Like I wish I could install it inside of you, but I can't, but everything's in place. Now you can do this on your own, but most people don't, right? Most people don't uh, because What's often required that can save you years of time, and some of you have heard me say this, I've seen people who've, for example, done the self-study, and they've worked on it for like a couple of years, and they've seen improvements. But when they work with me, they decide, you know what, my progress is up and down, up and down. And a lot of times, it's not because they didn't see progress, because they saw progress and then stopped. And then they saw progress and stopped, then it wore off, and they slid back, saw progress and stopped. So, what happens is that they come and they work with me, and then in three months, they see more progress than what they saw working by themselves in two or three years. It happens all the time, every single time. Everyone I work with who's ever worked by themselves always sees more progress with me in a few months if they do the work than they would working by themselves. So why is that? Because you get accountability, which gives you the consistency that you need. And you get customized feedback, personalized feedback. So rather than trying to figure out, well, am I doing this right? And am I supposed to do this? What about this technique? What about this skill? 
I can zoom in and say, focus on this for now. And maybe a month later, I say, okay, now we need to focus on this to get you to this level. It's very, very difficult, not impossible, but very, very difficult for you to do that yourself. Why? Because this is what I do all the time. It's not what you do all the time. You do what you do. You're an expert at it. I do what I do all the time, and I'm an expert at it. And I can look at people, and I can say, ah, this is what you need to work on. And sometimes that changes. So if you want to be able to move ahead in your career, get the kind of job that you want, earn the money that you're worth, have better relationships, right? Better speech equals better relationships. Better speech equals better career. Better speech equals better income. Okay, if you want that, then your fastest way, for, for those of you who are professional or professionally mind, and you value communication skills and you understand that coaching is the fastest way to get you there, then I want to encourage you. Myra's going to go ahead and put the um, link in the chat for both the coaching and also for something called a boot camp. So we have one or two boot camps a month. We're going to be having a free flow speaking boot camp, and she's going to go ahead and post that for me as well. Okay, free flow speaking boot camp, and then I'm going to answer some questions. So the first link in there is a link for you to check out the coaching. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, well, you just want to sell the coaching. And as I always say, uh, it'll be much better for me if I could just sell the self studies, right? Because it's scalable. But what we find is that for people to really excel the way they want, the private coaching does it. So one of the things that I'm going to put out there is I'm going to be looking for people to train to do coaching. So just keep that in mind. But for now, if you want to work with me and you want to accelerate your progress as you want to do it the fastest, easiest way, then go ahead and schedule a conversation with me. Let's talk. What are we going to do in that conversation? We're going to assess your speech, tell you exactly what you need to do, and then we'll talk about the next steps from there. Here's where you are now. I want to talk about where you'd like to be. Where would you like to be? So here's where you are. Here's what you struggle with. Where would you like to be? And here's how you can get there. That's what we're going to talk about. When you schedule the conversation, though, make sure that you're in a position to move forward with the coaching if it's something that you decide to do. Don't schedule a conversation if you know there's no way you're ever going to do the coaching or if you think, well, I might do it next year. Schedule it if you feel like, you know what, if I wanted to do this, I could do it now or I could do it in a week or two. Only schedule your sessions with me when you're there because you can imagine my schedule is full with coaching clients and with people who are thinking about the coaching seriously. All right. So that's the coaching. The boot camp. Boot camp is a perfect opportunity for those of you who are thinking about the coaching, but you're not sure and you want to experience what is it like to actually work with Michael, right? So you check out a boot camp and you're going to walk away from the boot camp with some very specific skills and strategies and experiences. You're going to experience smooth speech while you're in the boot camp. So you know this works. Okay, if I just keep doing this, this will work. You come into the boot camp, you experience smooth speech and you experience the coaching, now you can make a more informed decision as to whether or not it's something that you can do. So it's not just a mini coaching session, although it is that, right? But you're also going to walk away with something that you can use to improve your speech. Okay, So there's real value 
in the boot camp, all right, that you don't get anywhere else except for the coaching. But it also is an introduction to the coaching. And here's what I do. Within 30 days, if you decide, you know what, I really like the boot camp, I benefited from it, and I think I want to do the coaching, I'll just credit you back whatever you paid for that boot camp. Full credit so you don't lose any money. Does that is that fair? Okay. So that's uh, that's the boot camp. Boot camp's coming up on the 28th. I'm only allowing 10 slots so that I can give everyone personalized, customized feedback and attention. We're going to work through the free flow speaking exercise and some other things. And you want to go ahead and sign up for that so that uh, we don't run out of spaces. For the coaching, those of you that are interested in having a conversation with me, no high pressure, nothing like that, go ahead and book uh, an assessment session with me, a conversation, a consultation. We'll talk about where you are, what you're struggling with, where you'd like to be, and how you and I can work together to get you there. So what I'd like to do now is just answer some questions. So we have a few more minutes left. So let's take a look and see what we have in terms of questions. All right, Michael, how should we start a presentation smoothly and confident in front of around 100 people? I have a presentation tomorrow, and I am confident about that, but I need some pro tips. Thank you. Great. Love presentations. I uh, have almost, almost all of my clients, almost all have presentations, some of them very, very big presentations, frequent. So here's a few pro tips for you. Hopefully you've prepared for it. Spend some time tonight visualizing yourself going through at least the opening of the presentation. Visualize yourself going through the opening of it. You don't have to go through the whole thing. You can, but you don't have to. See yourself starting slow. So that's another pro tip. Visualize. I'll come back to that. Start super slow. I'll come back to that. So let's go back to visual. So visualize yourself starting slow, smiling, right? And then skip forward to the end where people are standing and they're clapping. They're like, wow, man, that was great. Even if that's not that kind of a presentation, see it anyway. Visualize people clapping and just, wow, okay, that was good. I really did a great job. And experience that. Feel what it feels like for people to be clapping and acknowledging that you did a good job. Visualize it. That can take you a minute, less than a minute, a few minutes. Keep visualizing that over and over uh, between now and your presentation. Okay. Um, something else that you can do pre-presentation. Every time you think about the presentation, think about how you're going to impact your audience, something I call Vic and Rick, value, impact, clarity. Uh, we won't go into that here, though. But just think about how you want the different parts of your presentation to add value to your audience, to grab your audience, to impact them, and how you want to make sure they understand that it's clear. So you say, okay, I'm going to open with this. I want to make sure that people are tuned in. And then we're going to move to this. I'm going to make sure that people are following me here. So just think about that. That's what we call anticipation, right? You're anticipating, but you're also practicing, you're preparing. And whenever you think about the presentation, you're actually practicing it. You're preparing, for, you're thinking about it. You're not worrying about it. Okay, so you're confident. So now every time you think about it, practice it in your head. Or you can practice a lot. Visualize it right? Practice it. And then you want to, as you're visualizing it, you want to scan forward, see people clapping. Now, when you're actually doing the presentation or before you start, start super slow. 
Extend those words. Make sure that you're breathing deep. Start super slow. It's slower than normal. Because normal will probably be a little too fast. Start super slow. Okay. Breathe. Remember that you have control over your thoughts, your body movements, your rate of speech, and you have control over. So it's your you're thinking what you say to yourself. You have control over how you move your body. You have control over what you say to yourself. And you have control over the speed of your speech, over the speed, and over your breathing, over your breathing. So those are the four things you have control over. So remember those things because those things will help you start your presentation well and continue well. All right. Um, those are all the tips I can share with you right now without going into a whole long presentation on that. But hopefully that was helpful. If, if I had one tip, it would be start super slow. Start, if you're already prepared, visualizing, yeah, that can help you. But smile and start super slow. All right, Michael, how should we start? Okay, yeah, okay, so I already got that one. Uh, hi, Mike, very good overview. It's true that when consistent will beat results for us professionals who are usually busy, do you have any warm-up daily maintenance of speaking progress? Warm-ups daily maintenance of speaking progress. So it sounds like you're asking about some kind of little daily activities, things that you can do on a consistent basis to help with your speech. And the answer is uh, yes. And you'll find that in our daily routine. So inside of the self-study, you will find a daily routine. And what I do is encourage people to integrate that daily routine, embed it into their schedule. Here's the thing. If you're a professional, you're probably busy. You're busy at work. You have family, whatever. My best clients are my busiest clients. And my business clients, they're doctors. They're PA. A lot of them are doctors, actually. Very, very busy. They have families. And they're extreme. there's a huge demand on their time. They're my best clients. They're engineers or whatever. And the reason is that they know how to use their time well, right? So they're, so no matter how busy you, busy you are, that people that have run companies, how busy you are, I've got somebody who's probably busier and they are one of my best clients. So even though you're busy, you can learn to integrate and embed this process into your day. What are the specific uh, exercises, routines, so forth? Well, you'll find it in that daily routine, right? which is in the self-study. So if you want to get that, um, go ahead and access our self-study. You can find that on our website, but I'm also make sure I send you a link to that in an email and a follow-up email. It's in our self-study, you'll find all the daily activities that you would need to warm your speech up, to get your speech going, okay? Great question. Thank you. Uh, Pooja. All is good, but it's the last five or six days. Uh, let me see if I can read this. It's kind of hard. I'm getting stuck on the H word. Don't know why. On specific words. So sometimes people have struggles with very specific letters and words. Uh, sometimes those words will change. And as always, uh, remember, this is a it's a holistic process. So sometimes when we look for one specific technique or tool to help us with this one letter, sometimes that doesn't work, right? It's a transformation 
of your mindset and your speaking identity, along with the mechanics that allows you to say what you want to say. So sometimes I can't give you one technique because that technique might work on this, but not on that. It might work today or this week and not next week. It has to be a transformation of your speaking identity, who you see yourself as a speaker. Oh, I believe in that. I'm an excellent speaker, right? And your mindset, your thinking, right? Not even thinking about speech anymore, but speaking well. That's a process that comes from being very, very consistent over time, creating new habits, thinking and speaking habits, and going out there and creating successful speaking experiences with all the training that you've had. And what you find is that some of those very, very little nasty habits, those words that you just can't say, melt away, just melt away. I've had clients who couldn't say their first name, couldn't say their name, couldn't say this word, and they're working through the process. Next thing you know, oh, I can say that word with no problem. I can introduce myself, no problem. But it wasn't just one specific thing. It was a holistic process. Does that make sense? So hopefully that answers your questions. All right, guys, we're over by four minutes, which is actually better than usual. Um, Myra has gone ahead and put out the links. Again, look forward to talking to those of you who are professionals or you're professionally minded. You need excellent speech. You don't just want to stop stuttering. You want to become an excellent speaker. You want to be more persuasive. You want to be more influential. You want to earn more money. You want to have a better social life. Uh, and you want to accelerate that process. You want to get there as quickly as you possibly can. I can tell you that working with me is going to do it. Those of you who are out there who have been working on your own, some of you already know how inconsistent that can be. Others of you who want a taste of the coaching and want to work on your speech, free flow speaking, you want to go ahead and sign up for the boot camp and join me for that. That's going to be in a couple of weeks, only 10 slots. Okay. If you're interested in the self-study, we'll also send you a link for that. Okay. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thanks for spending time with me today.